Blog Talk Radio. Hello, my name is Jeanette Abney, and I want to thank you for joining me here for another episode here at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio. Like I said again, my name is Jeanette Abney, and I am the host of the show, and I just called my person that's supposed to join me today, and y'all have to excuse me because uh, my face is itching, peeling, hurting, because I got a facial done yesterday. And it was to tighten my skin because as I lost weight, it seemed like stuff just sagging all over the place and everything was hurting because I'm like, it felt like they were sticking me with needles and pins. I felt like Nick Jagger by the mouth. It was ridiculous. But you know what? I guess they say that's the price we pay for beauty. But it's like going to the gym. They say no pain, no gain. I don't like that. So I can't put nothing on my face today for two days and I got to stay out the sun. So I am going to be obedient because I don't want my situation to get worse, but I'm trying to take care of some things. So, again, I want to thank you for joining me here for the show. Now, today's topic, we're going to be talking about respecting boundaries. Now, when we talk about respect, there's a saying that respect goes a long way. However, some individuals have a misperception of respect. They'll say, well, you have to give respect in order to get respect, or they didn't respect me. And sometimes when we talk about respect, the respect can easily turn to disrespect real quick. And how are you and what do you do if you feel that you are being disrespected by another individual? Now, when we talk about boundaries, many individuals really struggle with the concept of what boundaries are really about. Some individuals say, well, so-and-so is mean, so-and-so is strict, so-and-so is inconsistent. I always say being assertive, say what you mean, but don't be mean, but let people know where you draw the line. Because once you have gotten to that point, where you let individuals know where you stand as it relates to certain situations, it can be a benefit no matter what type of relationship you are involved in. Now, I want to say, and I want to read what I posted on Facebook, and when I said that respect is something that is lacking, because it is in many relationships, many individuals are lacking respect. They just think they can just do what they want, say what they want, act how they want, and Some individuals may not have verbalized where they stand as it relates to certain different things, whether it's money, time, your friendship, whatever it may be. Now, with that respect lacking, and a type of relationship may vary, because this can have to do with a mother-child relationship, a work relationship, going, meeting someone, no matter what type of relationship you're in. Respect and setting boundaries can help improve the relationship, promote healthy communication, develop trust, as well as assist others in interacting with other people in a healthy way. You don't have a lot of those problems if you learn how to set boundaries. Yet, many individuals struggle with boundaries as well as respecting other people's boundaries. I remember as a child, my mother used to tell me, no, and I get mad. I used to say, I don't like no. My mother told me no is an answer just like yes. If you can accept my yes, accept my no. I stumbled 
trampled over, jumped over, went around all her boundaries, especially if I didn't like the response or what it was it was about. Now, if boundaries is an issue for you, meaning an issue with setting boundaries, or if you're struggling with individuals disrespecting your boundaries, I found that to be very, very prevalent, especially if you are raising an adult child, because adult child children will test your gangsters, and they will walk all over your boundaries. They act like you don't even have none, like they don't even exist. So if you are struggling with that, if that's an issue for you, and you want to learn more about boundaries or how to set boundaries, let's talk about it. Give me a call at 516-387-1914, because I want to know in what areas is this of a concern for you, and maybe I can help you out with that. Like I said, my name is Jeanette Abney, and I am a licensed therapist, and I provide a variety of different types of services, whether it's dealing with domestic violence, anger management, couples counseling, mental health issues, interpersonal issues, helping one with their self-esteem, self-respect. Because individuals deal with a lot of different things on a day-to-day basis, and sometimes they may struggle with trying to get individuals. And I don't want to say to understand where they're coming from, because people may not always understand, but they still have to acknowledge where you are coming from. And you can set your own boundary. And if individuals feel like they can't cooperate, don't want to be part of the team, or just choose to just ignore, leave them alone, let it go. Because it's not worth pulling and drawing your line back further and further and further to the point to where now you are frustrated, now you are angry, now you are upset because you feel that you have been constantly disrespected, ignored, disregarded as individuals. Be like my mama used to say, y'all ain't paying me no attention. <laughs> and I miss my mother dearly. But that was one of her little favorites, saying, y'all ain't paying me no attention. Y'all don't care what I say. And uh, like I said, I didn't realize that I was not respecting her boundaries until I became an adult. And I started seeing things and watching how I interact with individuals and how other individuals interact with me is when it became, I became aware. So like I said, if this is something you struggle with, if this is something that you know you see that this is an issue, even and especially with friends. Friends really got an issue when it comes to respecting your boundaries, especially if it's something that they don't agree with or they don't want to hear it. It's like people say they want the, the um, I like to call it the Burger King. I want it my way. I want it and I want it now. But, no, that's not always the case. So I'm still putting out a lot of information as I'm texting individuals and I'm still waiting on my Call her to call in. Hopefully she has not forgotten about me and <laughs> forgot that I asked her to be on the show with me as I'm sharing this information. And, again, if you have a topic that you want me to discuss or something that you want to share, I definitely want to hear your thoughts, your input, because a lot of times individuals believe that nobody cares. And it's not that people don't care. Sometimes we keep things to ourselves because we think that people may not understand or that they cannot relate, and that's not always the case. I tell individuals, when you're sharing your information, 
you can choose to share whatever you want to share, but the one thing that I am being on is respecting the guests and respecting individuals as they're sharing because this is their testimony, this is their life story, this is what they may be perhaps going through. So, like I said, if you want to call in on the show, give me a call at 516-387-1914 because this is something, like I said, I see on a day-to-day basis. I even see when we're talking about even with our neighbors, you know, how do you, how do you communicate effectively with someone else? You know, people say, I told you. You know what I mean. I don't know, I know what you mean. So when we start talking about boundaries, and I'm looking at something, and it talks about many people neglect to set boundaries. So sometimes people don't know no better. They say when you know better, you do better. But when we start talking about the relationship, and it talks about, in this article that I'm reading, it has to do with self-care and letting individuals know that I care about me. You may not care about me, but I care about me. Now, one of the things that it talks about is there is nothing or there is a little more frustrating than interacting with family. The family, they trample all over your boundaries all the time and don't think nothing about it. Family, your children, your friends, sometimes your clients. I'm a therapist. I have to set boundaries with my clients, even letting them know. Because they'll call me early in the morning. Let, no, we ain't doing that. Nope, call me doing working hours. So when we start talking about these boundaries, and sometimes what happens is, and why this topic is so important, is because if you don't set boundaries and people don't know, it can lead to internal conflicts, stress, anxiety. Individuals can be, get burnt out. And it can take the toll on a relationship because you get tired and you get sick and tired of being sick and tired. And it will affect your attitude as far as how you interact with other individuals, even at work, in your relationships, as you are parenting. And it can also impact your emotional well-being. But many individuals simply don't understand how to set or enforce healthy boundaries. What's healthy? What's not healthy? Sometimes, and I learned this, especially growing up in Compton, we are so used to dysfunction. We are so used to dealing with toxic people and toxic relationships so we don't think nothing's wrong with it. It became our norm. It became normal. And that's so not true. And that's why I say when we know better, we'll do better. Now, when we start talking about healthy boundaries, some individuals may have learned it in school, how teachers will teach you the rules, they tell you what to do, what not to do, your do's and your don'ts. But when we really think about it, we never really looked at that as boundaries. I had to tell individuals, and especially kids, the same rules that apply at school also apply in your home. You can't be running around, flipping, jumping off couches, being disrespectful, talking back. You may not go to the principal's office, but you may get some type of consequence for your behavior. So when we start talking about boundaries, what are boundaries even in a relationship? And the way it reads is we encounter boundaries all day, every day. 
But we got to know when and where we're crossing that line. Fruity, I see you. So give me a call, Fruity, because I want to talk to you, too, about these respecting boundaries, because I know that you may have struggled quite a bit with people not respecting your boundaries, and how sometimes you got to come across, and some people will say, I'll push it out, I'll do this. And sometimes that's not even necessary. But you do have to learn how to use your words appropriately. Now, when we talk about boundaries, and we use them all day, every day, even when we, whenever we leave the home, we are dealing with boundaries. Now, at the same time, in the simplest form, personal boundaries are the way we clarify where we end, how we want to see things, where we want to go in life. And boundaries help us and others to know the spiritual, the mental, the emotional, and the physical rules of that road, of what we can expect when we interact with individuals. See, a lot of individuals know one thing about me. Don't mess with my food. Because <laughs> sometimes that's where I draw a lie. No, no, you can mess with my clothes, my money, my, but my food, that's the problem. Now, healthy boundaries are how we set ourselves and others up for success. And it also let us know who that we need to stay away from because I could tell, like I'll say with my adult son, you're getting on my nerves. Y'all, y'all, y'all miss it. Some people just don't care because they want to have their way too. Now, healthy boundaries allow us to maintain our identity and authenticity when interacting with others. So setting boundaries ensures that we are clear with others and ourselves about what we are willing to to allow and what we ain't allowing, what we ain't going for. Now, this act of self-care is a gift. It gives us assurance that we are living our lives with clarity and enjoying our key relationships. Because not all relationships are as important as other relationships, but we do have some relationships that are very special. And if we want to keep them that way, we need to make sure that people know where we stand. Now, boundaries are the agreement you establish with others and yourself. And with this agreement, they fall into several different aspects of life, including physical, because we have physical boundaries, what happens in your home and personal space versus what does not. Now, that one is huge because I remember when I was younger, I was not good at setting boundaries at all. People would come to my house, Lord, and I'll never forget one day my mother called my grandkids and her, her grand, it was really her grandkids because I don't even think I had grandkids that during that time. And I would just, my mother would say, you let them do whatever they want to do in your house. You don't set no boundaries. You don't set, my mother called them kids, my nieces and nephews to her, to her and said, come here for a minute. Do me a favor. Tear this mother sucker up. I said, well, she did just tell them to tear up my house. Then I knew then I had to let my nieces and nephews know, this is what you can do, this is what you can't do, this is where you can't sit, this is where you can't sit, this is what you, because they were poking holes all in my chairs. They was, Lord, it was ridiculous. <laughs> it was ridiculous. So, again, what happens inside your home and your personal space? Your comfort level with touch in privacy and the basic necessities of life. Sometimes you got to let people know, 
I don't want you all up in my face. And especially now that we have COVID and other infectious diseases going on, you got to be careful with who you share your personal space with. So you have to learn how to set boundaries. Also, emotional, how you interact with others and what you expect from them. Now, that is huge, especially in a relationship, because you've got individuals that are cheaters, that are liars, that they be doing all kind of stuff. And if you don't set those emotional boundaries, the first thing a person will say, well, I didn't know. You didn't say nothing. Or I didn't see you get upset about it. No. You know right from wrong. So you have to also be able to let them know what you expect and what you're not going to expect or what you won't tolerate within a relationship. Because honoring and respecting feelings and energy without encroaching on another is huge. It's huge, meaning emotional. Why would you do something to somebody that you don't want done to you? So you got to be, that's another way of looking at it. Another thing with boundary is time. Establishing time and energy for all areas, including work, family, self, and friendship. Now, time, you got to set boundaries with your time because some individuals will monopolize your time. Some individuals will waste your time. Some individuals will expect for you to just drop things at the drop of a dime and make yourself available because they want to have access to you. Not everybody should be given the same access to you. You have to prioritize your relationships, whether you're married, whether you're dating, whether you're raising children, whether you're in a workplace environment. Time is something that you can't always get back. So you want to make sure that you manage your time wisely and set boundaries. If you're not able to be at a place or you can't engage in certain activities, just let the person know. But set boundaries. Another one is sexual. Developing an intimate relationship with mutual respect, consent, and understanding. Sexual healthy boundaries are huge, very huge. I teach a class with children, well, called minors, who have gotten in trouble with inappropriate touching or making comments that was inappropriate. They may not have thought it was inappropriate at the time because they may have heard somebody else say something, do something, act a certain way. But yet, that's not appropriate. And if someone has said something to you, done something to you, act a certain way that's not appropriate sexually, you have to let them know that they crossed the line. Otherwise, they may continue to do it because they feel you haven't said anything. It's okay. We got intellectual boundaries, maintaining thoughts and ideas despite the opinions of them. Now, with intellectual boundaries, it doesn't mean, some people say, well, I have the right to say whatever I want to say. My thing is this, is it kind, is it nice, is it necessary? Sometimes we say things that are just not necessary. Didn't nobody ask you for that. And materials, setting limits on how possessions are used or mended. Now, you tell some people out there that when we talk about boundaries, they don't understand that even borrowing, mending, banks got boundaries. They tell you, you don't qualify, your credit score is this, Da, 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 da. So I, I say sometimes they bring up old stuff that you don't even want to talk about, but they have boundaries for you. Why don't we have boundaries for individuals when it comes to setting limits on how possessions are used or lended? I was talking to a friend today, and he was talking about 
a situation where someone left something in his vehicle. And I was like, ooh. But people don't take care of your things the way you may take care of them. So sometimes you have to let them know. Now, boundaries can be complicated. They really can be. Because some individuals be like, well, I don't want to sound like I'm being mean or I don't want to make people mad at me or some individuals are people pleasers. Some individuals have issues with codependency or whatever the case may be. But you want to make sure that if you see that this is bothering you or this is a problem for you, you don't want to continue to keep going down that same road of letting or not letting individuals know. So our roles are different in each relationship, and we interact differently with people, whether it's our spouse compared to a coworker. But our boundaries, different limits depending on basically who we are addressing, meaning the way I may interact and set boundaries with my parents because some young adults don't realize you have to set boundaries with your parents because your parents are used to parenting you as a child. Some siblings, especially older siblings, are used to parent, used to being a big sister, big brother, and looking at their sibling as if they're still children. Mm-mm. It don't work like that no more. So we have to learn how to set boundaries and limits depending on the relationship, who we're interacting with, and what it is that we are addressing. Now, it may be easy to say no to a friend, but sometimes people may find it difficult to say no to a family member or a partner, but it depends on the no. My pastor used to say, delayed but not denied. And that's why I was, no was one answer. If I asked you for something, I asked you because I needed it. I don't want to hear no. But the people got a right to tell you no. Now, since everyone and every relationship is a little different, distinguishing boundaries can be confusing. So we want to make sure that we kind of eliminate the confusion when it comes to boundaries because, after all, we want to be there for others, we want to provide support, but we don't want them to keep coming back to us all the time. I don't want to be your ATM. I don't want to be the person that you got to call every night at midnight with the same issue because I have to set boundaries with you to let you know what's appropriate, what's not appropriate. Because it's just that sometimes individuals can feel taken advantage of, even though you may have good intentions. So that's where you have to learn how to set boundaries. And it's no wonder why healthy boundaries are so hard to figure out with some individuals. Now, I'm looking at something, and it talks about signs you may have poor boundaries. Some individuals have poor boundaries. Some individuals are make poor, unhealthy decisions because some individuals make decisions based on their emotions or they made them feel good. They wanted immediate gratification. No, there are consequences, and that can get you in trouble. Now, signs you may have poor boundaries. It says taking a closer look at your personal boundaries often start with assessing how you feel every day. Now, those poor boundaries often experience, with poor boundaries often experience a lack of control in their life, meaning they may feel that they have no control over situations or have no control over what happens in their life, and because they feel that they have no control, they feel like they have to do or be at the beck and demand of everybody else. Another area is too much drama in relationships. 
that's where you can tell that this person has poor boundaries when they constantly are dealing with drama in relationships. A reliance on others to make personal decisions, meaning that they don't feel that they make appropriate decisions, so they depend on other people to make the decisions. Fear of letting other people down or rejection. Some individuals struggle with rejection, and they don't want to feel rejected, so they find it difficult to set boundaries with other people. Unhealthy levels of guilt and anxiety, meaning if they don't want to do something, they do it anyway, and they don't tell the person they didn't want to do it because they didn't want to feel guilty, or the anxiety is kicking their butt. Feeling like a victim or disrespected. Interaction that are passive-aggressive, I call that nice-nasty. Difficulties with saying yes or no to others. Oversharing with inappropriate people. Now, that's huge. Have you ever been out to a party and people start telling you all their trauma, their whole life story? You'd be like, that's TMI. You know, that individual has difficulties with boundaries because they're telling you too much. Some people be like, you talk too much. Be quiet. My grandmother used to say, don't let your right hand know what your left hand is doing. Everything don't need to be told or shared. You have to know what's appropriate and what's not appropriate to share with other individuals. It's not that people don't care. Sometimes people can't do anything about your situation. So oversharing is huge. That's where you know individuals have poor boundaries. Also, a hard time being honest with people. Hmm, I take a deep breath on that one. Because many individuals will project something that's not true, lie about things that's not necessary. That's how you know that that individual may have difficulty with boundaries because they have a hard time being honest with people. Problems with time management is huge. Verbal, physical, sexual abuse. Feeling weak is asking for help. Experience fatigue for no apparent reason, meaning they get woe out because they struggle with setting or difficulties with boundaries. Now, again, if you or somebody you know is struggling with that, let's talk about it because that's what this show is about, is learning, first of all, why individuals struggle with that. Now, one of the things when we talk about boundaries, if a person says something to you, and this is one thing that I know a lot of people struggle with. I'm looking for my water, my coffee, my mouth getting dry. When someone tells you something, do your best not to take it personal. A lot of times people think everything is a personal attack against them. And it may not be. They may be trying to tell you something, but it doesn't mean it is a personal attack. So we have to do our best not to take things personally. And remember that everyone's needs are different. What I may need, because I need some water right now, may be different from what a person, another person may need or want. But respect is something, like I said, that goes a long way, especially if you respect another person or you acknowledge where another person stands on certain things. You don't have to agree, but by that same token, you still got to have to, oof, don't you? You still, can't even water. you still have to respect where they stand. Now, individuals need to set boundaries based on their own preferences, their own tolerance, and their own abilities. So, my boundaries as it relates to certain things with my time, my space, my physical boundaries may be totally different from somebody else. Now, it is important to respect other boundaries, even if they seem silly. Some individual, that don't make no sense. 
It may not make sense to you, but it makes sense to me. It's like handshaking. I don't shake everybody's hand because everybody don't wash their hands even when they go to the bathroom. So I don't want people just touching me or putting their hands all in my face or now i got braids in my hair. Sometimes individuals think, oh, my God, that is so, and they want to rub their fingers, can I touch it? No, get your hands on my hair. So those are things that you have to let individuals know that you're not being mean and it's not that I'm being silly, but you have to know what's acceptable for you, your tolerance level, and your ability in regards to set boundaries. Now, when we start talking about what it means to respect boundaries, boundaries are basically, like I talked about, mental, emotional, physical limits that you put in place between you and another person that you can be happy and you can coexist with this person. It's not like you're setting, some people think you're setting limits, you're setting demands. You No, it's not about that. It's about letting people know where I stand. This is where I draw the line. If you want to be friends with me, if you want to communicate with me, let me say one thing, name calling. Some individuals got a bad habit of calling people out of their name. I'll be looking around like, uh, who are you talking to? That ain't my name. My name's Jeanette. Some individuals want to call your name because some individuals may be used to communicating with individuals like that. I remember growing up in middle school, we used to lead a uh, Willowbrook. And people would be standing by the fish market, hey, bird, hey, chick. Who's a bird? Who's a chick? Really? We don't fly? We're not a chick? But that was how some of the young men talked to young ladies back then because apparently they didn't know no better. Now everybody is babe, baby, honey. I was like, wait a minute, we we ain't got that kind of relationship. I'm not your baby. I ain't your honey. So sometimes, but I learned that some individuals say that, because they don't remember people's name, that way you keep them out of trouble. So you don't want to take it personal, but you still got to let them know, especially if it becomes disrespectful. So when we start talking about these these different things on how do you respect other boundaries, here's some tips. And this is coming straight from the Internet. It says, get curious about others' needs and boundaries. You know, again, curiosity, just listen, acknowledge. Watch for nonverbal cues that someone is uncomfortable. Sometimes you can see it in their face, their nonverbal communication, and let you know that they didn't feel comfortable with what you said or what you're doing. Be empathetic. Be receptive. Learn about other people's experiences. You may not have experienced what some individuals have went through or why they are the way that they are. However, acknowledge it. It's not for you to judge. It's not for you to come up with an answer. It's not for you to try to bring them out of it. This is something that they just, they, they're this way. Acknowledge and reflect on the boundaries. Someone has said it. Send them out. Sometimes we used to always say, oh, you're not listening to me. It's not that I'm not listening to you. It's just that I hear you. And sometimes individuals want to make it better, but you don't always have to make it better. Just hear them out. And once they feel more comfortable with you, maybe they may, you know, lock up, slack up a little bit. It, you know, hi, Diana. I thought you were going to come to the neighborhood yesterday. I mean, not yesterday, but during the funeral. But love you. I haven't seen you in a while. But call in on the show if you want to talk about respecting boundaries. 
Because I know that a lot of times, like I said, even in the workplace environment, you see that a lot too. Now, I also want to not talk about, not, well, I also want to reiterate when it says acknowledge and reflect on the boundaries someone has said, because sometimes we minimize what people say. Oh, they didn't mean it. Oh, they, no. They said what they meant, and they meant what they said. So we have to hear them out. Sometimes we've got to take a step back. Now, to do this, acknowledge what the person asks for when stating boundaries, then reflect or reinstate it back to them before you take any actions. So you are clear about what it is they're trying to tell you. And this one is huge. Apologize when you violate someone's boundaries. Sometimes individuals want things their way. They're going to make you see things a different way. But the thing is, if if you know you crossed the line, if you know you've disrespected someone, don't be too proud to apologize for your behavior when you have disrespected somebody's boundaries. And forgive yourself also when making a mistake, too. You've got to learn to forgive yourself. That's huge. Because nobody is a mind reader, and when you first engage with someone, you may not know what their quirks are, their likes, their dislikes, or, you know, you may not know that until you get to know the person or you've been around and you spend some time with the person. And even if something is questionable, don't be afraid to question it. And also, it's okay to ask for help. If you're finding that people are accusing you of violating their boundaries, then you might want to consider talking to someone. I want to say this. I know that some individuals, we talk about emotions, emotional, intellectual, I mean, intellectual emotional intelligence, things of that nature. Some individuals struggle in that area. Individuals that are autistic, individuals that have Asperger's may struggle with nonverbal communication. But if someone has told you, this right here bothers me, but yet you continue to do it, you overstepping their boundaries. It's not going to change it. What's going to do is it's going to make them more frustrated, and they may get to the point to where they do not want to interact with you because you're not showing them any respect. Now, again, why is it important to respect people's boundaries? It shows that we respect the other person. If a person can respect your boundaries, that means they respect you. And, again, respecting boundaries also helps build trust and also intimacy because you've created a safe space. So a lot of times individuals wonder, why do I struggle with this relationship, why is it so difficult? Because you're disrespecting their boundaries. They don't trust you. They don't feel safe. They don't feel that it's even safe to communicate with you because you may be throwing things back up in their face. You may be saying things. You may be crossing the line in a lot of different areas, especially with friendships. Some individuals are gossipers. Some individuals have no respect for other individuals' privacy. And they violate the boundaries. And this also, as I mentioned earlier, is by creating the safe space, everyone feels respected and valued, cared about. And it will allow you and the other to lower your guard and lessen your anxiety and tension. And this will allow you to build healthier relationships. Again, whether it's a working relationship, a friendship, a romantic friendship, a relationship, and it will help support their mental health and yours because you won't be toxic 
towards each other. You won't be walking on eggshells around each other. And that's what happens in a lot of relationships. Sometimes people don't even want to see people coming. They be like, oh, Lord, here they come. Ain't no telling what they're going to say. Ain't no telling what they're going to do. And sometimes we try to avoid certain individuals because they have no respect for people's boundaries. Now, why is respecting boundaries important? It's very important because boundaries help to determine what is and not okay. That ain't okay in a relationship. Whether it be, like I said, no matter what the relationship is, but we put them in place to protect our well-being, it helps us to build trust, safety, and respect in the relationship. Now, when individuals are disrespected, and you're disrespecting my boundaries, that goes on to say that, and I want to talk about some examples of what unhealthy boundaries look like, disrespecting the values, the beliefs, the opinions of what others of others when you don't agree with them. Even on the show, I tell individuals, it's okay to disagree, but it's not okay to disrespect. I'm not going to allow anyone to disrespect another person because what you have to say is important because what you have to say is about you. And it's letting people know, hey, John, I see you. It's letting people know where you stand. And sometimes you have to let them know that. And you don't have to get upset when individuals are disrespectful, but you just have to let them know, no, that's not cool. Or, you know, what you said the other day, I didn't really appreciate it. And the other individuals don't have to become defensive because sometimes a lot of times our defense mechanisms kick in. But if you are aware of defense mechanisms, you know that's a, a their issue, not a you issue. It's them, not you. Now, here are some examples, and I want to talk about, you know, I was talking about um, unhealthy boundaries and what they look like, and they can lead to potentially abusive dating, romantic relationships, and increase the chances of other types of abusive relationships as well. And sometimes individuals can become verbally abusive, physically abusive. Some people can feel as if they're being taken advantage of, a lot of different things. But some examples of what they indicate of what unhealthy boundaries may look like, and they talk about disrespecting the values, beliefs, and opinions of others that you don't agree with. It also goes into saying no and not accepting when others say no. Feeling like you are responsible for other people's feelings and or happiness. It's not your responsibility. You're not responsible for other people's happiness. You can add to their happiness. You can complement their happiness, but it's not your job to make other people happy. Also, um, feeling like you're responsible for fixing or saving others. you got some individuals that overstep their boundaries because they go into things and situations, I call it the Captain save a syndrome, and even with that, it don't even have to be a, a, a male and a female. It could be a female trying to save a man. But you can't fix everybody's problems, and everybody might not want your help. Advice and support can come in a lot of different ways. So sometimes we may overstep our boundaries by trying to do something for somebody that they didn't even ask us to do. Touching people without their permission is also huge. And engaging in sexual activity without clear consent from the other person, that's a no-no, and that's also illegal. So those are just a few things that individuals do to um, disrespect individuals. And when we start talking about um, boundaries, and overlooking boundaries and violating other people's boundaries. 
Now I'm looking at some things and something, and it talks about there are a variation of boundary violations, but watching for these in your own life is a good place to start. Lies and deceptions. Friday, you ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. Meaning, a lot of times individuals don't realize that this is a boundary violation and it can lead to betrayal of a partner. And also when we start talking about addiction or addictive behaviors, because one of the things is even when you're dealing with an addiction, even when you're dealing with a relationship, boundaries are the key issue to recovery also from addiction. Your own or the effects of someone else's. So when we start talking about the behaviors or we talk about I don't have boundaries, we look at boundaries as being the expectation. And some individuals will say, well, I don't have any expectations of other people. Yes, you do. You may not want to see it because you don't want to be disappointed, but you have boundaries. Now, when we start talking about these things and why the boundaries are important, they talk about lies and deception. When someone lies or deceives their loved ones, they are withholding important information this becomes a boundary violation because the one who is deceived can't make accurate decisions about his or her care or what boundaries are that they may need because the other person was deceptive. The other person was not honest. Another one is manipulation. When our loved ones are aware of our true intention or they're not aware, they can't really give consent or decide how they want to be in a relationship with us based on reality, meaning you may be thinking that things is one way, and you may be manipulated, and it is not what you think it is, boo-boo. So we need to make sure that when we start talking about that, we want people to feel safe so that they don't have to manipulate another person. Now, they form a relationship with us based on manipulated perspective and thus can't truly take care of themselves. So therefore, we got to be mindful of that. Also with gaslighting. There's a lot of information about gaslighting online, and it's now becoming more popular in our culture. And sometimes this term is used to imply to almost any kind of deception. However, true gaslighting is even more prevalent than what we think because we got people that gaslight those people all but on. Another thing that they talk about is harassing, nagging, arguing, or convincing. That's another one. And taking advantage of a child-dependent adult or older adult is also an issue with boundaries, and taking advantage of an incapacitated person due to intoxication or temporary impairment, taking advantage of the power differential, touching or using someone's belonging without permission. Oh, Lord, my son got that bad. He will take your food and act like we used to put our name on our plate. It didn't matter. He, after he ate it, he felt like, oh, well, I ate it. Also, um, not keeping one's word. When we tell someone we will or we won't do something, they make decisions based on our word. They decide how they will care for themselves and their responsibilities. So when we start talking about not keeping our word, that is, that's huge. Now, if I violated someone's boundaries or someone has violated your boundaries, these are some of the things that they talk about especially if you are in recovery or you're working on yourself or you're healing or you're dealing with trauma and you're trying to get your life back in order. Consider reaching out to someone or support system to get some feedback. 
Because you want to make sure, even though you said what you meant, you meant what you said, you also want to collaborate with someone else. Acknowledge the boundary violation with the person and apologize. Is it, it is really important that you apologize and you are free from rationalization. You don't have to rationalize or be intellectual or, they say, professional when you are apologizing. You want to be sincere when you've done something. Make amends. Do better in the future. Now, what if my boundaries have been violated? You let the person know. You may not be able to tell them right then and there. You may have to wait a minute or wait a while or talk later, but you also want to make sure that after you acknowledge that your boundaries have been violated, you consider what to do next by get help to deal with your feelings and stay grounded in your reality. Don't let individuals take you out of character. You want to gain clarity, not lash out at the other person because they may not be aware, and taking actions of your own self and confront the loved one is probably a good idea if you are using the appropriate tone and voice and you know how to deal with conflict resolutions because you don't want things to escalate. And this could be a new boundary if you're not sure the boundary was clear to you or your loved ones by letting them know where you stand. And you are practicing honesty is huge. And also, if you choose to confront the person, you don't have to share what happened with everybody. You don't have to, like my mother used to say, put it on the on the broadcast news. Now, I had someone that, um, okay, I'm getting text messages. I'm going to tell them I am live on the show. You may want to call in. And I'll give him 516. Again, if you want to call in on the show, give me a call at 516-387-1914. And, again, the topic is respecting boundaries. I don't know if my friend just forgot about me or what, because she said she was going to call in, and she know I will call her. Because I don't like talking the whole show by myself, even though we have about 14 minutes left on the show. I want to hear somebody else's input. Hello. You know you forgot about me, Hello. right? Hello. You know you forgot about me. What you do? Go to sleep. Wait. What'd you say? You went to sleep on me? Oh, I, well, I was asleep at 2 o'clock, but you know my phone went off. I didn't probably sleep in a few minutes. <laughs> No, you've been asleep for 40 or 50 minutes. We're supposed to be on the air at 2 o'clock. <laughs> and I'm still on the air, so I got the phone by the thing. So we're talking about respecting boundaries. And I would like for you to call in because you have a lot to share, especially as you interact with individuals from all walks of life on a day-to-day basis. And in some ways, individuals have difficulty setting boundaries with individuals because some people want to be considered as nice. I tell people, I'm not nice. I'm not nice at all. I'm fair. I'm firm. I let you know where I stand, but I don't strive towards being nice. But I'm respectful towards other individuals. But when we start talking about being nice, so my question to you is, what is one of the challenges that 
you find within yourself with setting boundaries with other people. Let's talk about people in the neighborhood, first of all. Gosh, that's hard for me. <laughs> I know it is. That's why I wanted you on this show. <laughs> and you fell asleep on me. <laughs> I know. Oh, gosh. Boundaries. I don't know because it seems like I have no boundaries. Uh, I'm everybody right now, especially with what I'm going through right now. I feel like I'm everybody's. What they call it, costume. I feel like a kick, quick, a kickstand, you know, mm-hmm. on the bike. I'm everybody's level, so we know my boundaries. <laughs> well, because some individuals do have poor boundaries. Some yeah. individuals have difficulties with that, and you're right. Yeah. In your family, and what did I tell you when you were just sick? Yeah. Take care of you. You can't be sitting there trying to be there for everybody if you're not good for you. And sometimes people will walk over your boundaries. Like, well, she didn't say nothing the other day, or she didn't. Yeah. People know that you're not feeling good. Being at your house, partying midnight, one, two o'clock in the morning. I don't know what time y'all left, or what yeah. time your people, the people left your house. And some of their behavior was out of control. Oh yeah. And that was disrespectful to where if you are allowing individuals to occupy and utilize your home, there was no reason for people to be disrespectful. But when you add alcohol, drugs, emotions, and all of that, people get out of control. Right. And they have to they have to know, no, we're not going to do that here. No. One thing I could truly say about when my mother was alive, Girl, you know as bad as, and I can say bad because it wasn't bad, but you know how our neighborhood was. People would do things and ride by my mother's house and run by my mother's house and say, excuse me, Miss Brooks, pow, 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 keep shooting at other people. But excuse me, Miss Brooks, they knew you ain't doing that over here. No, you ain't going to come over here being messy. You ain't going to come over here. So one of the things, Sean, and I want to say is you have to clearly communicate what it is you want, where you stand, then you have to let them know. If you're going to use my house, I don't want no drama over here. If you guys are going to drink, you're not going to be fighting amongst one another. You got No, no, because you saw what happened. Right after that incident, five police cars come driving down the street. Right. That was not necessary because you did not need what happened several years ago when Selena's son got hemmed up and all of that craziness. Uh-huh. We don't need that. Not at no rehab. No. Do I want a taste test? Yeah. I'll t- taste it after I get up. It smells like my mama's neck bones used to smell. Girl, girl. You know what? I haven't had neck bones in so long, but we found this place in Oceanside that sells neck bones, oxtails. They had a fish. It's a, a Asian, like, fish market or store. But this was the problem, Sean. You know, um... I eat a lot, but I'm very picky about my food. Uh-huh. And they had the fish. They had red snapper, but they didn't fillet it. Oh, so you yeah. had to eat the fish. They they clean it, they cut it, and they fry it. Girl, I'm in the store, like, looking at fish heads, and I was like, oh, I can't eat this. I can't do it. I can't do it. <laughs> I'm sitting there scared to death. So he orders the red snapper. What other fish did you order? Oh, 
perch. Jerome got some perch, two perch. Girl, and the man cooked the fish, put it in a box. I was like, I don't want to see no fish heads. I don't want to fish no see no fish eyeballs. He was like, all you got to do is just take the meat and peel it off. And just, I said, I, 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 I can't. I can't. Girl, I went to Del Taco and bought me a vanilla shake, and that shake tore my stomach up. <laughs> yeah. Well, the day of the funeral, I had the egg neck bones there, and I ended up throwing them away because they, they never brought them outside. Oh, wow. Uh-huh. Oh, Reggie on his way over here? Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, so, this is the boundaries. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Thank you. You can bring me a taste I'm, test. I'm, I'm going to be honest. I don't know where, how far to let people go before, you know, stopping them at a halt. And it just ends up overwhelming. We'll and, see. Like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, I'm overwhelmed literally at this moment. I know you are. In between, I just dropped off my, I say my son, because he is my son, mm-hmm. camp yesterday. Then, like I said, Erica's husband died today. He what? And Erica's husband died today. He did pass? Well, they're just waiting for him to actually go on and expire. He's brain dead, so yeah. And and mm-hmm. I'm like, I, you know, I know... You know, I know because I raised them, and I know she want me there, but how do I do all that? How, you know, how do I do all this? You have it. to do within your means because you just was sick with pneumonia. I know. and You don't even I, know if your pneumonia gone because I hear some all in your chest. And you already it, have asthma. You can't deal it, with that Texas heat right now. And I got an appointment tomorrow, pulmonary appointment tomorrow. You got to take care of you. You get down there in, in, in Houston and can't breathe. Now you got a problem. That Houston heat ain't no joke. Right. So thank you, God. Oh, this is hot. How do you get it cooked so fast? Oh, okay. It was hot. Okay, thank you. All right. So um, now when I, say my I know it's hot. Okay. So, Sean, you know what? Um, you got to take it one day at a time. The thing is, you cannot be at all events. My, you know, that was the one thing I loved about Fish next door. Michael, he used to get on me. He used to say, Jeanette, you can't be every place, every event, every party, every. Because you know I went around like a chick with my head cut off. And the mm-hmm. next day, girl, I'd be hurting so bad. I'd be so tired. And I'd be, no. But um, how long has Erica been married? Because she just got married. Yesterday made four months. You playing? No, I'm not. March 9th. She's been married four months, and now her husband is brain dead about, oh, my God. Yeah, that one is going to be hard. That one is going to be difficult. But you're going to have to clearly communicate also by letting them know I'm doing my best, but you got to take care of yourself because I don't want to have to be coming down there fussing at folks because you know I don't have a problem with that. (laughs) 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 People think Jeanette just act just like her mama. No, my mother was sensitive. I'm not sensitive at all. (laughs) You know, the only I think it just hurts so bad because we know we got to remember Erica watched my mother die. I mean, she was there with her and her house, you know. Mm -hmm. She to be there that night, so he have 
probably have it, and I'm pretty sure I ain't. I haven't even got over it there, so I know she couldn't have. Yeah, but then her spouse, how long was she dating this young man before she married him? They've been together about, I want to say, like 13 years. Oh, that's a long time. Yeah. So to be together for 13 so years, married eight. four months, and then now he's in a coma on life support, that's a lot. Yeah. That is a lot. That's see, but Don't give me no, the premium. They, they get it out there. Gotcha. But he's broken. I've never heard Dupree cry a day in my life. When I tell you he broke this morning, he, but, you know, Dupree all, all, have always had a lot on him. So I guess this probably was the, probably the breaking point. Well, see, this is the thing, John, because sometimes we don't know how to help our adult children. Yeah. You feel useless. You feel helpless. You don't know what to do. And that's why even though we're not talking about setting boundaries with your adult children, Erica's going to have to set boundaries with people, too, because people can get on her nerves and do too much because she's going to have to deal with her emotions at the time. And you don't want to smother her, but you want to let her know you care to fight with me. When I woke up this morning and I saw it on Facebook, I didn't just automatically call you. I waited Mm -hmm. because I saw Ebony's post. I'm on my way, sister. I'm on my way. And I'm like, okay, we just went to a funeral. Now what the hell is going on? Man. And you know you my go-to person. I'll be like, for information, I'll be like, okay, Sean, what's going on? What's happening? You know. Ain't that very one person, then two, day, two days later, somebody else gone. All right. Well, let's not say he's gone yet, because you never That's know. I, I was telling everybody, don't give up on him for the simple reason. We know for a fact I've been there how many times. Mm-hmm. When, when Blissom unplugged me, they told her that I was brain dead, if you remember. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was way back in 2016, this last time, you know, it was mm-hmm. pretty cool. But yeah, don't, don't give up, don't write them off, because I'm going to tell you, I was born dead. When, my, when I was born, they told, apparently, they told my father, we could save your child or we could save your wife. I was told the story that my father said, save my wife, we can have another yeah. child, and then my grandmother said, save my grandchild. So I guess that's how my mama, my grandmama felt about my mama. So, but... <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, then they told my mother that I was going to be mentally retarded. They said I wasn't going to be able to walk. I wasn't going to be able to talk. They said, girl, you know my childhood. I was a straight-A student. I ain't never, I wasn't no preemie. So just don't give up because God is a healer. He's a healer. Now, you know, I don't know if the young man had had heart problems before this, but... He did not, but they said he did have high blood pressure. I just never knew that. Mm-hmm. And if he had high blood pressure and wasn't taking medication, see, that's where, like, you talking to me, you looking at me, girl, I had a stroke in December. I don't even look like I had a stroke. Right. And right. that's because I and I needed to acknowledge that. But, girl, my blood pressure got high one time because I'll never forget. Every time I think about the story, I get mad and I tell the story about how after my mother had broke my sister's ankle, and my uh-huh. sister's boyfriend going to tell my sister, I don't want you at the house with my friend. I want you to go feed ducks. Girl, how he going to tell you to go feed some damn ducks? Girl, I got so mad. My blood pressure was so high, it ain't never went down. Jesus It struck a nerve with me. Every time I tell a story, my blood pressure get high. But the yeah. thing is, we have to take care of ourselves. Yeah. And that's why boundaries are so important, because it gives us peace. <laughs> I tell my son... You have no respect for my boundaries. Mm-hmm. 
you don't realize how when you do things and say things, it appears affects my help. It mm-hmm. gets on know? my nerves. Let me use an example. You know, like I told you, I took, set my son off for camp yesterday, and um, Bliss was like, Mom, I'm going to give you this for you. I'm going to take, I'm going to have um, her boys take care of her baby boy out there so I could have this week for just me, you know? Mm-hmm. And, girl, I don't want to say names on here, but my brothers, they got ready to come, you know, y'all last night. They're like, oh, ain't nobody over you to spend a night. I said, oh, no, go home. Mm-hmm. They like, man, I go home. Girl, I tell people that all the time. I, honey, I, you like being by yourself? Mm-hmm. I get some peace. <laughs> I get some sleep. I tell, that's one of my biggest boundaries. Don't mess with my food and don't mess with my sleep. Don't mess with my sleep. I'm tired. I'm tired. I'm sitting here looking at my face on Facebook Live because I can't, even though I don't wear makeup anyway, but I went and got a facial with a skin treatment thing. Girl, them suckers, I did a skin tightener. Girl, them suckers got the staple in my face. I was like, ooh, that hurt. You pay for beauty, but good Lord. It's like you can't put nothing on your face for two days. You can't be in the sun because of the pigmentation where my skin, with my lupus, is causing a discoloration in my skin. So I'm trying to get all that taken care of. But good Lord, it caused me a pretty pity. But my face hurt. My face was throbbing yesterday. Okay, so again, when we talk about boundaries, clearly communicate. And sometimes you got to ask questions. When we're talking about and somebody has set a boundary with us, so don't overwhelm your niece. Give her space to breathe. Mm-hmm. Give her space to grieve because even if he come out of this, he still may need some rehabilitation. He may need some physical therapy. He may need some different things. Those are different ways that you guys can support her, Okay. Another thing with boundaries is accept what the other person is communicating. When individuals, we talk about accepting, you may not want to hear it, but this is what they may need and this is what they may want. It's not about what you may need and what you may want and what you may think that she may be going through because you don't know what she may be going through. But accept what the other person is communicating as valid can be difficult if you're not used to the situation. Another thing is when we start talking about that is respect the autonomy of other people. You don't know what arrangement that they may have made. You don't know, you know, because sometimes people don't talk about that. When I'm dating somebody, I'd be like, look, do you got some insurance? Where do you want to die? If you die, where do you want to be buried? Where you? I ask those questions because we're getting at an age now where individuals are not handling their affairs. People are dying daily, and they're dying without a plan of what you want people to do. So, you know, that's a boundary, too. You don't want to just overstep your boundaries and just do something, say something that may piss her off, and she may project her feelings onto you, and you don't realize that you may have crossed the line. Exactly. Because she's going through some things. And I know she understands that part because um, that's when her habit when my mom passed. Mm-hmm. Because removed her car from her house, and I felt like, you know, not to mention I was still in such a, what you call a, a I call it a wet state with the her dying, and I just went through local on her about just removing the car. It wasn't a big deal, but at that time it was, you know, yeah. just because where I was in, in my grieving, you know, 
And I'm like, so I know she's nowhere with that, that those boundaries, you know, feel like if that was crossing the boundary, that would put those crossing the line. Mm-hmm. People will project things onto you. They They will. And, you know, and it's crazy because we have all moved and lived in different places now, you know. We can't uh-huh. get to people like we used to be able to get to them. Now yeah. we got to catch a plane, a train, a, you know, drive distance, and driving to Texas ain't no joke. That that ain't no, no joke. No, Lord, you believe me? I can't do that, girl. I did that drive one time on one time only. I will not drive to Texas. Refuse. <laughs> I refuse. I, I can't drive to L.A. without falling asleep, so you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another thing with boundaries is we got to continue to work on yourself. The ability to respect boundaries of others comes from a place of personal security and integrity. You shouldn't feel the need to coerce others or cross their boundaries for whatever reason. You can't control what others will and won't do. Now, I always say this. You're not responsible for what another person say or do, but you are responsible for how you react and respond. So if a person has done something and they were not respectful and they demonstrated a lack of concern or whatever they, you know, and they could be going through some things. They could be experiencing some some kind of, uh, feeling some kind of way about you. It could be based on resentment. It could be based on anger. It could be based on a whole lot of stuff. But if you see that this is constantly happening, you cannot keep ignoring it. You have to Uh get to the point to where you are willing to address it. But I want to say you want to create a safe place and you don't want to take things personal. If somebody come to me and say, hey, Jeanette, you know what? The other day you said something and I thought about it. I'm going to listen to them. I'm going to hear them out. I don't want to just jump on the defense because maybe I did see it. Maybe that wasn't my intention. Uh-huh. For them to have felt the way that they felt. I'm not responsible for the way they felt, but I do have to take accountability for what I did and what I may have said or if they misinterpret what I said. That happens too. Sometimes people may misinterpret your intentions, and you just have to let them know, you know what, that was too much. I I didn't need all of that. I appreciate your gesture. I appreciate what you thought or the things you did for me, but I didn't, I was a little bit too much. So anything you want the listeners to know, Sean, because we know went over our time as we talk about respecting boundaries, because many individuals struggle with that, many individuals struggle with, respecting the boundaries of their adult children because we want to still look at them as kids. They're not kids anymore, so we need mm-hmm. to respect that, their space, their time, their decisions. Even if we disagree, we still got to be respectful. And I think that's where we run into a lot of issues as parents and parenting adult children is respecting the decisions of our adult children. I'm going to eat me connect bones.
That reminds me, I haven't even ate oh, today. I had I ate breakfast this morning. But this I ain't so eating nothing. Mm mm mm. Okay. Again, if you are struggling with setting boundaries, if you are struggling with the boundaries that another person has implemented, even if you don't agree with why they feel the way that they feel, don't make it seem like what they feel is not valid. Right. Because it's not about you. Mm-hmm. They're letting you know this don't work for me. I don't appreciate that. So, Sean, thank you for joining. Let me know if you need anything. But my concern is you. Take care of you. Oh, I will. Take care of you. Because I don't want to have to come down there and be fussing and going off on folks. But take care of you. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, right. again. This, this subject you might have to do another day again, too. You know what? I may have to follow up on it again tomorrow because talking about just the importance of boundaries because some individuals may not realize that it is really important. It really right. is. And some individuals don't know how to ask for help, and they the pride may get in the way. They may feel ashamed. But we got to learn how to start talking to one another. We have to learn how to treat each other better. We have to learn how to communicate with other individuals. We have to not only just be caught up in our feelings, you know, because I talked a little bit about emotional maturity, uh, emotional, intellectual intelligence, and things of that nature. We operate so much in our feelings and in fear to where we don't realize how we may be shutting down and shutting out other individuals that may be of resource and value to us because we didn't, and, and part of boundaries also comes, Sean, that I didn't even touch on, is delegating. We have to learn how to start delegating things to other people. That's other why people. I was giving you compliments and crystal compliments, because you guys did a great job. You really did a great job with making sure that that family felt love, that that family realized that the neighborhood cared about them, the obituaries were beautiful. I was able to screenshot that picture because I didn't. I was able to identify Angel and my mother, but I didn't realize that other person was me. Wow. I don't know where we was at. I have no idea. Yeah, they did a nice job on that um, video. They really did. They did. I'm like, where did they get that picture from? Where did it come from? You know? I was like, that's my mother. You know, that's Angel. And I'm like, I knew the other person. Well, hell, it was me. I didn't even know. Until you told me, you said that was you. I'm like, that wasn't me. But, yeah. But, um, but no, you you do an awesome job. Tisha even told me, she said, you need to set up a neighborhood LLC. Really? Yep. Tisha told me to tell you that. You need to set up a, a neighborhood LLC, and then that uh-huh. way people can donate. That uh-huh. way the funds will already be there. So when you're doing stuff for the neighborhood and you set it up as an LLC, uh-huh. you will have the ability to be able to draw, to be able to help, to be able. So when people in the neighborhood need help, they know uh-huh. you've got an LLC set up for the neighborhood. So she told me to tell you that. So I told okay. you. She told me okay. to tell you to set up a neighborhood LLC. That happened, and it ended up in the um, people across the street yard. Uh, I talked to Sid, and Sid went over there. Wait, 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 wait. I don't know what you're talking about. You said what? It was the incident that happened that day with the um, the guy running over there. trying to, I don't know what he was doing. But in either way, it ended up in the people across the street yard over there. Uh-huh, I saw that. And... Um, I me, mean, I talked to Seth about it, and Seth took them a gift over there and apologized for all of us, and said we really apologize for that happening. You know, we are all family, and we don't want any problems. We want to apologize for, you know, put, uh, 
know, disrespecting your yard and everything, and they was very, very gracious. I, I, I thought that was the sweetest thing, too. Yeah, because you got to apologize when you're wrong, because I didn't know where mm-hmm. that young man came from. But you okay. know what? But I smelled what he had. I smelled oh, it. yeah. My uh-huh. big nose, I could smell everything. Yeah. And especially owning yeah. a drug rehab, I was like, mm, I smell.
See, these are things that we don't expect when we're dealing with our adult children. I'll never forget when my son called me one day and said, Mom, um, my girlfriend is dead. Girl, I was like, ooh, I ain't experienced this one before. And I was like, I waited. I didn't even respond. I I had to take a chill pill because I'm like, and you know I got to take over spirit. But I was like, what am I supposed to say to my son when he tells? I'm wondering, did you kill him? (laughs) That was the first thing that came to my mind. (laughs) Police going to be coming looking at my house and I'm going to be on the news. So I had to wait. So when he called me, I said, um, how did she die? And I was calm. He said, I don't know. Mm, okay, you wasn't there. But this girl was three months pregnant by him and walked in front of moving traffic and committed suicide. Oh, my God. How can I help him with that? God, she was three months pregnant and walked onto ongoing traffic and killed herself because she was mad at him. Oh my God. I don't even want to go to that funeral because I don't want everybody in that man looking at me like, uh uh-uh. uh. And we gotta fight our way up over it because they're grieving and they're gonna be looking for somebody to blame that on. So mm So there's been a lot of situations, trust and believe, that Reggie has put me in that I didn't have a clue as to what to do, how to respond, how to react. I don't know. I, that wasn't in the, in the parent manual. No. But wow. then I had to make sure that I didn't disrespect his boundaries, her family's boundaries. That's a lot. That's a lot. So as we live, the longer be like my mother used to say to me, keep living. Keep living. The longer you live, the more you go experience. So yeah, we're not we 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 weren't taught that. Sue couldn't teach you how to deal with something like that if something happened to one of your kids' spouses. No. My mother never told me what to happen or what to do. If we weren't taught that, we don't know nothing about. We we rather we've dealt with a lot of deaths and griefs in our neighborhood, but we don't know what to do when it's that close to us. No, because like I said, I'm like. I'm totally out of luck, especially the way this feels. I mean, this, this girl is not newlywed still. I know. They just came home and they vacation. Literally, it might not even be a week yet. Well, they had people on the news where the spouse died at the wedding. Uh, yeah, I've seen that. I've seen oh, that. We done just got married and we on our honeymoon and you done died and I got to go home by myself? Right. Because something that you done got, yeah, it's it's a lot of things that we're just not prepared for. And um, we just got to be able to be more open-minded and try to, you know, do what we can, but don't overdo it, okay? But like I said, minimize your stress, Sean. Mm-hmm. Minimize your stress. So until tomorrow, I will be online tomorrow at 6 p.m. Again, if you have any topic or discussion you want me to discuss, you can contact me by calling my office number at 714-992-1677. Or you can contact me at preciouspredicaments at gmail.com or Jeanette Abney, LMFT, at gmail.com. Again, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your feedback. So I'm signing off at Precious Predicaments Blog Talk Radio, hosted by Jeanette Abney, and thank you, LaShawn Cook, for being a part of the show with me. I appreciate you.
Thank you for having me. God bless you, man. Bye-bye.